Welcome to Anime Out of Context, a comedy review show hosted by a basement dweller who grew up scrounging terrible fan subs on sketchy websites prior to the convenience of modern streaming, alongside a willfully ignorant soul whose only knowledge of anime comes from the shows forced upon him here. This show will contain spoilers, incorrect information, and copious amounts of adult language. Our hosts are not experts on any topic, and everything they say should be taken with a grain of salt. Thank you for listening, and enjoy. Hello and welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime. And I try to put up with this little chicken nugget. <laughs> I'm John Rollins. I'm Remington Chase. Oh, Remington. It's a term of endearment, John. You're just my <laughs> little chicken nugget. All right, uh, I'm still reeling from last week, so I hope that, uh, I hope that this week is a little bit better. It'd be hard to get worse. Yeah, no, I I, I listened to your complaints of last week, and I realized my mistake was that I brought you too low too quickly. Uh, or should I say our patrons' mistake, because I'm putting that all on them. They're the ones who voted for it, so, you know. Oh, yeah, it like, really be my fault? It, 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 was, it was rough. <laughs> it was rough, and I do blame you, and I do blame them. Um, I still love them. <laughs> but you're not sure if you can love me. <laughs> well, 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 who knows? Let's see how this week goes. Oh, goodness. Well, Rem, uh, I've got a bit of a bit of an interesting one for you. Oh, fuck. All right, sure. <laughs> interesting in that uh, it features one of your favorite things. Um, is it cute dogs? No. Is it rain? Uh, there is a bit of rain in it. I do like rain. Is it the idea of ending this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> wow, Rem, spot on. It's a whole anime end dedicated to ending podcasts. How'd you know? Oh, God. there's the, that, that That's my fantasy anime. <laughs> like, so, so many guys, they're like, oh, man, I wish I was... I was bland bitch protagonist number 27, got the all the girls, was able to be so successful. For me, I'm just like, oh, I just want freedom, dude. Uh, <laughs> uh, alas, I, I remain in this hellscape. Oh, but that's okay, Remington, because uh, while it, it may not be what I have for you this week, uh, what I do have for you is a theme of one of your favorite things, which is classic literature. Okay, okay, I do like classic literature. Yep. Uh, I will say, the last time... Well, well, let's not talk about the last time, Ram. It was <laughs> bad on, the, on your part, it was bad on my part, it was bad on everybody's part. We we did a discredit to uh, that that episode, fans of the series. It, it, let's just not talk about it. All right, cool, cool, cool. Just know that we feel bad still. <laughs> well, I don't know if I feel bad, but you know. I feel Sean bad. does. That, yeah, that's Sean important. does. Uh, but this time, Ram... Uh, I thought that we should, uh, I should ease you back into things with yeah. a, with an anime, uh, that takes strong theming from classic literature. Uh, although I will say, unless you know a bit about, like, classic Japanese literature, uh, some of the references may or may not be lost on you. God damn it. Because, uh, like, when I first watched it back when it first came out, I didn't realize it was literature theme uh until you know it's like oh hey look it's edgar Allan poe uh <laughs> <laughs> all right here here's here's my list of uh japanese famous literature people that i know okay basho that's the list <laughs> <laughs> Which, frankly, like uh, I got... think that I think that's above expectations for me. So yeah, you know, like honestly, honestly, I'm proud of you, Rem. I I could not be more. Well, proud. I and I guess I guess like on the philosophical side of things, right? Soon right. Su, Lao Tzu, uh, all all like 
Oh, but are those? I'm. Oh, I, I hate oh, to break no. it to you, but I think I think. Fuck. That's not, yeah, no, that's uh. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's Chinese, my man. Well, there I go being <laughs> casually racist again. We're white. At least we at least we caught it. Yeah, no, I was like Latsu. Oh no, Rem. <laughs> Rem, buddy. No, I was grasping at straws. I fucked up. All right. Uh, um, I, I will say, uh, yeah, no, not all of them are uh, Japanese uh, uh, literary references, but most of them are, which is why, you know, some things might have made more sense to somebody who actually, you know, studied a bit more uh, Japanese literature than the average bloke, uh, which you'd think that would be my wheelhouse, but apparently it's just straight up not. Uh, all right, so so what 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 is the idea of... The anime. Is it going to be some, like, hey, literature club? <laughs> no, no, no. It's not It's not a ooey-gooey moe show uh, with with literature and fun. Uh, and it's definitely not going to be, like, a doki-doki literature club type of thing, because that would be that'd be something else entirely. Uh, it'll be interesting when we cover that eventually. Uh, but uh, one of the big themes of this show is uh, literary references. And uh, the name of the show we're talking about today, Remington, is uh, Bungo Stray Dogs. All right, Sean. Yeah. Okay. First Plus of up. all, Plus what up. a name. But right? second of all, lo love that there's dogs. Uh, well. But the last time we went a little bit more academic and a little bit more dog, I thought I was going to love it. <laughs> what you, are you trying to say? That Oda Cinnamon Nobunaga was not, like, the highest class of entertainment you could hope for? It was the most boring podcast I've ever watched. <laughs> and I'm worried that we're going to have the same thing, but with literature. Well, don't worry, Remington, because this show is absolutely nothing like that show. Okay. Uh, because, Remington, uh, this show is a... A supernatural seinen action comedy. What? Yeah, it's just got some uh, literature themes, uh, like, layered on top, like ice. Okay, aren't the literature themes the the equivalent to the classic rock in JoJo? Well, I don't want to, you know, draw any, like, con comparisons or conclusions because this is its own show rem and it's, oh of course of course uh it just so happens that in this world all of the characters are named after authors and all of their powers happen to be named after their most famous works you know it's oh fuck all right so it is just all right all right um for those who don't know um not a fan of what i've seen of jojo so far so hopefully this doesn't adopt too much from that I mean, the closest thing that it adopts is maybe a similarity in the naming convention, and maybe a similarity in later JoJo powers, and maybe not I, some of the weird uh, outfits, but not quite as eccentric. Uh, but no, Rem, Bungo Stray Dogs, it's a very uh, highly requested show. Uh... The general premise is simply this. Uh, one day, a, uh, a young 18-year-old uh, is uh, kicked out of his orphanage uh, to die on the streets because, you know, orphanages, that's what they do once you turn 18 is they kick you out and you kind of just are left to starve on the streets. Yeah, of course. Fuck any types of resources. They're just like, good luck, fucker! Yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh... I've long said... Really, we're so worried about big pharma, big tech, government overreach. It's those goddamn orphanages that, that we really need to to focus on, right? They're the villains in all of this. Not the orphans themselves, but the orphanages. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> well, that's good, Rem. I'm glad that you're not trying to make out all orphans to be the spawn of Satan. Because, uh, you know, uh, that worked out great for Tom Riddle. <laughs> Uh, but no, uh, our main character, uh, Atsushi Nakajima, uh, it's okay if you don't recognize the name, I didn't either, uh, is, uh, is just kind of wandering the streets himself and comes across a very strange, uh, individual. 
uh, named Osamu Dazai. Okay. And he saves him from drowning, and it and goes to find out that he is a member of a uh, strange team of supernatural detectives. And they eventually team up. He joins the agency, and the show is about uh, him uh, and this agency's adventures and solving mysteries that uh, most normal people cannot solve themselves. You know, pretty uh, simple, pretty straightforward. Yeah, but... <laughs> And, of course, since it's supernatural, they all have unique individual super abilities that are just simply called abilities. Oh, okay. Hey, man. <laughs> you know what? I, I can appreciate that, actually. Yeah? <laughs> so often, they're trying to gild the lily. They're, they're trying to come up with new terms. It's like... If we all suddenly got powers, we would just call them, like, powers or abilities. No need to to fluff it up for pseudo-world building. I'm fine with that. Yeah. And uh, it's just the the wacky, zany adventures of this uh, team of supernatural detectives uh, dealing with uh, a crime and uh, evil organization known as the Port Mafia. Oh, Okay. And honestly, Rem, that's probably about as straightforward of uh, introduction to this show as I can give you, because it is quite simple on the outset. Like, there's not a whole lot to really describe from the get-go. It's an ensemble show with a bunch of characters with a bunch of powers. But when uh, does when does big Yakuza boss Hemingway show up and just bl- start blasting? Oh man, that would be amazing if Hemingway was the big bad. Oh, that'd be great. Oh, my goodness. No, uh, I unfortunately, that is not the case. And uh, in, in the first season, it is primarily uh, Japanese authors. Uh, but there is uh, Francis Scott Fitzgerald. There is, I'll take it. Yep. Which, hey, that's something. That's something for you. That's something how much, for, gr- for how much green is he wearing? Green? Uh, none. Fucking cowardice. <laughs> oh but uh, and, and it's a it's a seinen show so it leans more on the adult side of things so there's a lot of violence and profanity as you might expect yeah uh but it tries to be like an action comedy and it's very popular has three whole seasons and a lot of people have asked us to cover it and i figured hey why not uh, bring Rem back out of the abyss with uh, something that is, you know, a, a theme that is near and dear to his heart, even if he doesn't know the exact details, and uh, give people what they want in a way that will hopefully lead to some positive feedback. Well, let's hope it doesn't kick me down further. <laughs> I, Rem, I'll be straight up with you. If this is able to kick you down further, I think there might be something more wrong with you than there is with the show. Because this show is nowhere near as bad as No Game No Life. Oh, yeah, I mean, oh, hey, Sean, he's officially made his opinions known. Oh, uh, no, no, I mean, hey. He had to uh, wait until I... the next fucking week. <laughs> Don't be ridiculous. A lot of people are going to listen to No Game, No Life episode, but not as many are going to listen to the Bungo Stray Dogs episode. Don't be ridiculous. I'm uh, saying. All right. all right, let's get started. All right, let's get started. Let's go watch some Bungo Stray Dogs. Previously, it's a whole anime dedicated to ending podcasts. Up next, she gives him a blowjob in a, a bar or a diner or some shit. Getting that guilt. Now, back to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back after consuming five whole episodes of the ever-popular 2016 anime, Bungo Stray Dogs. And Remington, was the literary references enough to keep you going? God, no. <laughs> God, dear God. Dear, hey, Sean? Yeah? I, I I want to make one thing abundantly clear about Bungo Stray Dogs. Sure thing. This anime exists for one reason. Oh? And it, that, that reason has nothing to do with plot, character relationships, emotional depth, uh, or even just being an entertaining show. Oh? The one reason I believe that this show exists is for cosplay. (laughs) Because it's like, 
Look at all these different characters, and they all have a handful of quirks. Not personalities, just just like one to three different quirks. Um, they're all visually distinct enough, while at the same time, if you need to do a budget version, you can. Uh, like, visually distinct enough, but not uh, so wild that you, you would have to go crazy making something, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if, if you can get a group of friends and and all of that... Um, I guess there's a slightly secondary reason of shipping, but the the primary and almost exclusive reason is cosplay. Wow. So you're saying this whole series was designed solely for the purpose of giving a lot of uh, otaku and weebs a chance to cosplay something that's not going to break their budget. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can break your budget if you want to go, like, super in-depth with it, but you can also get it within the budget um it, it's for for cosplayers everywhere really um except for those with discerning taste um oh. let me put it this way sean yeah bungo stray dogs is 100 the type of thing i would expect you to come to me and be like oh yeah me and my friends when we were in middle school did a group cosplay of Bungo Stray Dogs. So that, that <laughs> gives an indication oh. of, like, where I think this is at. Oh, God. Rem, you got that vibe, too, huh? <laughs> Sean, you know I nailed it. You know that it's it's all so true. Um, yeah, no, back when I was re- doing research for this show uh, originally, like, I had graduated way before this show came out. And when it did... I watched, like, the first season of it, and I was like, huh, younger Sean would have absolutely (laughs) adored this. He would have been super into it and loved to be a part of a cosplay group for it. Like, that is 1,000% the nail on the head that you hit. Which, hey, for any young Seans out there, well, perfect. It's it's a great show for you. Um, For anybody else, (laughs) I... Um, it's not a good show. It, it's, it's really not. Uh, but I suppose let, let's jump into why it's not a good show. All right. Uh, first episode, we start with uh, a little orphan boy. Um, it, I don't know his name. Nakajima. Nakajima. That's not what they, yeah, yeah, okay. They, they call him the second one. All right. So good old little orphan Annie. Uh, we'll oh, just, that, we'll make okay, it simpler. Okay, you can't, you easy. can't say that. That well, is that is so borderline, my man. Little Orphan Annie. No, you can't. <laughs> Rem, they're Japanese. You can't say that. I'm not, I'm not doing it because it's Japanese. I'm doing it because it's, it's a short form of their name. It's it's like their Twitter handle, at Little Orphan Annie. Oh, Jesus Christ, Rem. <laughs> my Christ. Dylan, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Dylan. God, you're gonna get us banned from a country that we're never gonna. There's be nothing wrong to. with that. I, I'm not doing it because oh, haha, Japanese, haha. I'm doing it because his name is Little Orphan Annie. All I, right. I mean, your pronunciation is off, but fine. Whatever. Go on. See, my pronunciation is off, so let's just simplify it. Good old Little Orphan Annie. No, is. no, that's worse. That's not even. <laughs> That's not even a proper st- Christ on a bike ram. It's fine, Sean. I don't know why you're worried about it. Uh, if it was fine, I wouldn't be freaking out, Rem. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. This is like the maximum amount of joy that that uh, I'm, I'm going to get. So we, we got Mr. Little Orphan Annie over here. No. And... Uh, he's worried that he's going to starve to death, um, because he hasn't had food in a a period of time. I can't remember, ever since he left or got kicked out of the orphanage. A few days. Yeah, it's like a week at most. Um, I think a little bit less. Um, and then all of he's he's looking, he's like, maybe I'll rob someone. And... We, we get, like, the closest to comedy that it comes where a handful of people who he definitely doesn't want to rob show up. 
Um, and then eventually he sees a guy just drowning in the in the water. And so he goes, saves them. And uh, turns out that person, a very, very fancy, fashionable fella named Dazai? Dazai, yep. Hey, that one I, I have I have cracked. Uh, Dazai, who actually wanted to off themselves. They they wanted to die um, and, and I'm a little bit disappointed that it was ruined. Uh, then Dazai's colleague arrives. Dazai and his colleague, who's named... Uh, uh, it started with a K. Kunikita. Kunikita. Uh, Kunikita, a bit of a jackass, uh, but him and Dazai take little orphan Annie for, for some food. <sighs> So that, uh, so, so, so that he doesn't starve to death, you know, um, as you do nice and proper. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there it's like, oh, Hey, by the way, if you heard about this spirit tiger, oh yeah, this spirit tiger has been following me for, 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 for days now, actually. Um, and I, it, it's been happening forever, but also only for a few days. Don't, I don't know, man. Who knows? Um, and they're like, hey, help us out and we'll pay you, little orphan boy. Um, so they get invited. He's like, all right, meet us at the harbor. So little orphan Annie shows up at the harbor and he's ready with Dazai. And Daz- and he's like, all right, where, where's the tiger going to be at? And Dazai's like, I've, you're the tiger. You're aware, tiger. And then he transforms into a tiger. Um, and if they had any balls... They would just kill off little orphan Annie, and that'd be great. And then uh, the age, the sort of private investigator, they're like paranormal investigator-ish type deal, um, loosely defined. Uh, they they would just all be an ensemble cast of main characters. Uh, they don't have the balls, no. So instead, Dazai reveals his supernatural ability is to nullify powers. So he nullifies the tiger, but not. All the way, he, little orphan Annie, keeps a tiger paw so that when he wakes up and he looks at his tiger paw, he's like, what? And then we don't see him faint, but he must have fainted because then we just see him wake up. I don't know. It's a little weird. Um, then a bunch of other characters, Kuni, Kunikita, yep. he shows up and he's like, oh man, Dazai, he's... You made it seem more serious, and so now I brought a bunch of our ensemble so that we can introduce them in the first episode, even though they're not doing anything. Um, here's each of them and their powers with their nice literary obscure names. Um, and and then they're like, all right, hey, bud, you're little orphan Annie. You're joining us now. Cool. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna cringe every time you call him that. Like objectively. Good. Good. I want you to, Sean. That is uh, desirable for me. I just don't want our audience to cringe. We, <laughs> we try to be we try to be good politically correct people because Rem, you and I are two straight white males and we've got to do our best. I don't I I I agree, Sean. I agree we should be very respectful of other cultures. I'm I'm not calling them little orphan Annie because it's Jap I want to clarify here. <laughs> it's just cuz it's a simple shortening of his name for something that's familiar, as I have done with, like, almost every anime we've ever covered on God's Green Earth. Oh, God. <laughs> I'll, I'll call him... I'll, 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 he, all right, he's Annie now. Little Orphan Annie. Oh. All right? Fine, fair. I'll take it. I'll take it. It doesn't have any slightly, <laughs> like, casually racist overtones, so I think I'll take it. Oh, God. Uh, all right, so Little Orphan Annie. So that's episode one. Um, awkward and confusing and stilted, but sometimes episode ones are like that. Um, unfortunately, the rest of the show is like that, too. So, episode mm. two. Um, episode two, he wakes up. He's like, oh, what's what's going on? And it's like, he, he goes to Dazai, and he gets a call from him, meets up with him. And he's like, I don't know if I'm ready to be a supernatural private investigator that's actually more of a crime-fighting superhero than a private investigator. Um, but I, I just need normal job. And Dazai's like, all right, cool, we'll get you a normal job, bud, right after I try to commit suicide, lol. Um, which I want to emphasize, that is just the tone of the show. Um, <laughs> that yeah. is... 
Yeah, That's no, not like, me. That is the show. No, no. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna blame you for that. It, it's a. It's a weird character quirk. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. It. it uh, Dazai. He has two personality traits. Um. He wants to die, and he loves all women. Um. And then he has the ability to nullify powers. And now you know everything about Dazai. Well, um, not everything. No, but... there's pro there. Oh well, there's one like. Oh, do, do, what a surprise that's coming soon. But um, it's also dumb. Um, and it's it's going to be one of those things that pretends to add depth, but doesn't. Anyway, so it's like, Daza's like, I'll help you find a job. Uh, and they run into Kunikita, and he's like, there's a problem at the agency. So they all go there, and there's a bomber with a hostage at the agency. So they sneak in as the bomber happens to be closing their eyes for no reason. Um, and when I say no reason, it's not like a, there there was a bad reason. There was no reason. Like sometimes I I, I will be slightly hyperbolic. Mm. I am not being in this case at all in any way. Um, they're like, oh, we need to negotiate with the bombers so that they don't bomb everyone here, right? Um, and so, uh, Kunikita goes and tries to negotiate, but. The, the bomber's like, hey, no, I know what you do. So, hands where I can see them. So that you, because Kunikita's ability, as we learn in a moment, is that he can write anything down and it can become an actual object. Right? Which is, which is a pretty fun ability, I'd say. Yeah, real fun. You, you, you would wonder, why didn't he do that when they were hidden? Um... Well, I mean, there's a lot of light and flashing noises when uh, he does it, so, you know. Sure? I don't accept that as a good answer. Especially when one of the things they're going for is a distraction. Um, so, it does that, and Kunikita apparently is now useless. So, Dazai's like, hey, Annie, what you're going to do, bud, you're going to be a distraction. Because he doesn't recognize you. Um, which I also don't... Like, Kunikita could still be a distraction, even if he's not using his power. Um, and, like, I, w this will be explained, like, why this is all going on. Uh, but it's still, like, the internal logic here is crumbling at the seams. Um, even once I explain the overarching what the fuck is actually happening. Um, so there's a shitty distraction that allows Kunikita to use his power to get a wire gun, get the remote. Um, and they're like, hey, we... Did it. Fantastic. Uh, but then the bomber just, he ends up getting the remote again. And he presses the button uh, that starts a 30-second timer, which also is a bit weird. Um, and then uh, Annie, he grabs the bomb and he just falls on top of it, ready to sacrifice himself. Once again, do it, you cowards. Uh, but but no, it's, it wasn't a bomb at all. It was all just a test. They were testing Annie. They were testing Annie to see if he would be a good fit. It was all just a test. Everybody was in on it. Um, all that psychological trauma, bud, it's for a test. Don't you understand? Um, hey now, Rem, a little psychological trauma can really bolster a character, can't it? Oh, God. They think that that's what, that's what shows like this seem to, to think. They think it's a good replacement for any type of uh, depth. Uh, so... We see that the bomber and the hostage, they're actually siblings, but maybe not actually siblings or maybe step-siblings or something. It's not clear, but they consider each other siblings, but also want to fuck all oh, the time. Only the sister. Only the sister. The brother ain't saying no. The brother is, it, like, he's being a bit of a tsundere about it, but I don't know, man. He's Look, I just don't want to give the shippers more fuel, Remington. Come on. Oh, yeah, because the siblings who obviously want to fuck doesn't give them enough fuel. Like, oh, who knows, man? Oh, look at the ambiguity that look, doesn't fucking exist. Look, I'm just trying to say that we don't need to help. The show does enough on its own. It's, oh, God, it's so true. Um, So, yeah, if, if, in case you thought there wouldn't be incest, we got it. Um, Then we see the president of the agency, and it's like, oh, man... Annie is just, he, he's, he'll be a, an amazing fate. He's just so fucking good. Just trust me. Oh, my God. Uh, so he's accepted in. Cool. Um, episode three starts with more incest, where 
this isn't confirmed, but also it's definitely what's happening. She gives him a blowjob in a, a bar or a diner or some shit. Okay. Yeah. No, I've got to say right now, don't think that's actually what happens, but the implication is way too strong there. You're right there. I, I think it, it's a... Uh... It's not what's happening, but it's what's happening. I think it's one of those, right? Uh, where it's like, where it's like, oh no, canonically, don't be silly, but also like, that's what's up, right? It, it, it's very wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And very uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable. It's real weird. It's a real weird moment. Don't know why they're going all in on that shit. Um, there's a little talk about guessing uh, Dazai's former profession because he's just so mysterious. Um... The agency gets a request for help on on a case from a woman. Uh, we immediately get introduced to edgy mafioso, just like super Sasuke motherfucker, uh, who's such a big threat and danger. Um, and you might think, oh, okay, so that's something to keep in mind. Why why are they introducing it so hard right now and giving us all the exposition? Well, because in two minutes we're about to meet him. Um... <laughs> They do an exposition dump so that then when they introduce him as a threat moments later, you, you can really feel the, the importance. Because there's no natural way to do that. It's just simply impossible. <laughs> God um, forbid they just introduce the guy without any, like, uh, preamble first and then get yeah, they, the what What's crazy is, like, they go in-depth on a description about him. And then they have a scene where he just, like, for seemingly no reason, just murders these cops and a civilian, right? Brutally. Like, you could have just had that scene, right? And I would get it. I would understand. Wow, he's a bad guy and a dangerous fella. You don't then need to spend multiple minutes going into depth about how he is a dangerous guy. Watch out for him. Like, I get, I know. I know. Oh, God, it, it's not good. Uh, so this, the incest siblings and Annie, they go with the woman that had the request about some like bums in an alleyway or something. Um, they get there and it's an empty alleyway. What's going on? And then the woman is like, actually, this was a trap. And they're like, what? And then she shoots the shit out of the sister. Just, just pelts the sister with bullets, uh, which was great. <laughs> Which I, was, I was like, oh my god. I for a brief moment, and by saying this, you'll you'll soon realize that this is not the case. I was hoping that we were gonna get one of my favorite tropes of like here are characters that are probably gonna stick around. Fuck them, they're gone now. And it was gonna be even better because it was the incest siblings, uh, who I d d don't want in this show anymore, uh, or at all, preferably. So I was like, oh, man. Uh, well, you'll see how that turns out in a moment. Um, the, the brother is immediately mad. He's like, hey, man, that's my sister and fuck toy, all right? You can't be doing that shit. Ugh. And he, he, he does his ability. How to describe his ability? He says everything turns into a screen he transforms everything or himself into data-ish and other things sometimes into data that can go in and out and there's illusions or something going on. I feel like it's very poorly explained. Oh, it is very poorly explained. <laughs> uh, and I don't know why it has to be data. I don't... I, I am so fucking long, confused. Long story short, Remington, it's an area <laughs> of effect illusion spell. There you go. Oh, it, it, yeah, that. so he does that, and he's able to start choking the, the woman out for for killing his sister, but then he gets struck. He gets struck by none other than, it's Edgy Sasuke, fuck. Uh, wow, the guy who we just got a bunch of exposition about. What a surprise. And he shows up, and he's like, I'm just here for the wear tiger. And Annie is like, what? That's me. What, what do you want with me? I don't understand. Um, and he's like, if you don't come with us, I'm going to chop your leg off with my dark spooky abilities. And then he's like, no, I'm going to run. And he runs, he grabs a gun. He starts prop, prop, prop. 
Uh, but the dark spooky monster ability just eats, not the bullets, but the space that the bullets are going into. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, if you're like, what the fuck does that mean? Your guess is as good as mine, dude. <laughs> like, why not just have it eat the bullets? Yeah. What the fuck does it mean? to eat the space in front of the bullets. Doesn't that just mean the bullets come faster? I don't know. It does, yes. I don't uh, know what the fuck That exact is power is used in a n another anime, and uh, they use it much in a much better way. Dude, I'm just, I'm so, the, the abilities in this anime are so fucking weird and confusing. I, I don't understand what the fuck's going on. Anyway, so then he's like, I made a promise. And he takes out Annie's leg, just completely rips it off. So once again, right now it looks like the siblings are dead and the leg is gone. And I'm like, this could be the one good episode in an otherwise really shitty anime. It's not. Uh, <laughs> it's not. Don't worry. Anything that you thought was important in this episode just isn't. Uh, he's about to keep fighting. Uh, but, but immediately Annie turns into a tiger and grows his leg back. He's fine now. Don't worry about it. Uh, they fight for a moment, but then Dazai shows up, nullifies both of their abilities. Edgy Sasuke is like, ah, we'll meet again. You know how we operate. Dazai, you know m more than anybody how we operate. You know, because you used to be a part of our gang. D remember, that, that, that's what we're saying here. You were, okay, cool, you get it? Awesome. Um, because subtlety can't exist. It's not allowed. Um, so, um, and then as we learned, the siblings both lived as well. So, nothing happened. Anything you thought could have been dramatic and cool, just, it didn't happen. Don't worry about it. I will say, for a uh, show that calls itself sane, and they are very, uh, very pussyfooted when safe. it comes to killing characters. Like, I just looked up the uh, the list of dead characters, and there's <laughs> less than 20. Yeah, they, they play And there's a three seasons safe. of this show, so. Oh, my God. Uh, so, episode four, we wake up again. Uh, similarly, it's, it's like, what's going on? Uh, we learned siblings are both okay, and they're being taken care of by a very horny nurse that... Once again, I'm being honest, fixes the brother by fucking him. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's the same logic I, with the with the blowjob scene. That's all I it, can give you. Yeah, yeah. That's all Once I, again, I it's like we're not saying that that she fixed him up by by scootily pooping. We're just saying. I don't there, know. Seems like that. That's what it. It seems a lot like it happened. There's a there's a scent of implied scootily pooping, <laughs> very strongly implied. Um, so um, we we get some uh, another introduction to some big bad spookies, the black lizard section of the mafia, who are the like special ops ops, right? And they show up to some cargo and they kill a bunch of people and they cause an explosion. They're bad dudes. Um, then the uh, Annie, he calls up. Apparently, he got he has still has a business card from the mafia woman who trapped them. And he's like, hey, just wanted to let you know I'm going to quit. So come find me now that I won't have any protection or anything. Which is a weird scene that I don't understand. No, don't no. get. You're, you're fine. <laughs> I'm not correct. I'm not gonna correct you. You're good. <laughs> you can keep going. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> like not not it, it. You're fine. No, you haven't said anything incorrect so far, my man. <laughs> uh, so then, uh, he goes and he he like mentions to one of them. He's like, I'm gonna quit the agency, and they're like, Well, what are you talking about? And he goes at that same moment, the black lizard special ops mafia section. They go to the agency and they start. They, they start blasting. So anyway, they started blasting. And Annie is, hears all the gunshots come from the agency. He's like, what's going on? 
and he goes and he runs and then he see the the black lizard part they've all been their asses are all kicked all the char characters that have been briefly built up in this episode they're actually don't worry about them they're they're all shit um they got you might have wanted to see how the fight went down and how the the uh agency was just so talented and got things under wraps so easily um no you don't get to see that they just did don't worry they did because they're so talented don't ask questions you don't get to see the fun bit you don't get to see the interesting bit it just happened off screen where it belongs uh so they kicked them all out um and that's episode four. Yeah. I, once again, n n nothing has happened. It seemed like something was going to happen, and then it turns out, nah, not really. Uh, then we get to episode five. One of the worst episodes. Oh, Ram, you don't mean that. I didn't specifically choose it because I thought it was incredibly problematic. <laughs> and because it has, like, a very specific trope. That I have railed against, or even not even against a specific trope, but it's like my go-to comparison when comparing other tropes to it, right? Um, because in this episode we meet uh, Rampo, the detective. He's such a talented detective, his ability <laughs> is ultimate deduction, right? Um, and so, apparently the cops need help with a murder, and Rampo is like, Oh, yeah, they can hardly solve anything without my help. But then he shows up, and the cops are like, I don't know, are you even good, Rampo? Which, like, apparently he's helped solve a bunch of stuff before with you guys. That's the impression we've been given. So why are they all so skeptical and then amazed when he succeeds? When the impression that's been given is that this shit's been going on forever... And the cops have seen this a million times. I, what the fuck's going on? I mean, even Lestrade, <laughs> even Inspector Lestrade and Sherlock is like, oh yeah, no, Sherlock knows his shit. Yeah, it's like, he I swear, did they? Methods, but he, <laughs> when writing these episodes, so often it feels like they forgot like the scenes that just happened. Like, there's zero planning or review that has happened in the show. So it shows up and it's like, all right, there's a dead girl. Um, and here, and, and it's like, all right, a dead girl. Who, we need you to solve it. And he's like, all right, uh, I, I will. Well, first they're like, ah, we don't need you. And he's like, all right, but I'll solve it. And he's like, oh no, my, my guys can s solve this fine. Uh, and it's like, all right. And he goes up to one of the sergeants, like, all right, solve it, 60 seconds. And the guy's like, oh, oh God, I, uh, fuck. Oh, I don't know. Maybe this or that. Ah, oh, fuck. Right. Um, and it's like, haha, see, your guys are shit. Meanwhile, I can give an explanation, and he gives uh, an explanation. He's like, aha, the whole time, it's actually been the sergeant we just met. Um, <laughs> and then then they're like, actually, um, let's go into heavy backstory on the sergeant and the girl he killed. Now that we've solved the case. And so, Sean, if I went up to you, right? Yeah. And I was like, hey, man. Bill, he murdered Sa he murdered Sally. No, but it was real really tragic though. They they actually they were like in love. It was an accident. Yeah. Do do you give a shit about what I just said, Sean? Uh, not particularly. <laughs> no, but no, because like who the fuck's Bill? Who the fuck's Sally? What the fuck are you talking about? I don't know who you're talking about, and I don't know why I care. I don't know the relevance. But nonetheless, they feel the need to do essentially that. Uh, so half of this episode is just backstory we don't care about or need. Um, and then at the end we get a little extra, extra special twist where it turns out that Rampo, he actually isn't gifted with powers. He just, which also seems to imply that maybe the lights, well, no, I guess the lights might have been coming in this case from Dazai as we learn, mm -hmm. but I don't know why. Because Dazai would know. But also then Dazai wouldn't actually be using his power because he wasn't actually gifted. So where the fuck did the lights come from? Where the fuck did the lights... Because when they activate their powers, lights show up. But no one was using their powers. But there were lights. Sean? What yeah. the fuck? 
Where were the lights? Where'd they come from? Or are they a narrative device and nobody else can see the lights? Um, you know, man, your guess is as good <laughs> as mine. Uh, anyway, so it turns out Rampo, he's, he's not actually gifted with powers. He's just that gosh darn smart. And they're like, well, how'd you solve all these things? And we get... You, you guys, if, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you, you've heard me rant about this before. The good old bullshit Sherlock syndrome, where it's like, actually, I could tell from uh, a hair on his elbow that actually he's recently gotten into a, a scuffle with a gentleman. He fights exclusively with his elbows. The gentleman had a beard, you see, and that's where the hair on his elbow came from. It's the only conclusion. Um... And, and you're like, well, I don't think that is the only conclusion at all. I feel like there's many other options that could lead to exactly this result. Uh, but no, fuck you. They're just so fucking smart. Um, and so it just turns out that he's just so fucking smart. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, no, Rome. It's not like I definitely didn't pick this episode to end on because I knew you had a particular relationship with... Uh... With our good boy Ranpo there. Dude, I... This... This anime almost had one good episode. Episode 3. Where it seemed like two characters were gonna die and main character was gonna lose a leg. And then they were like, actually, no, if you're ever worried that the show will have consequences or high stakes, um, it won't. I mean, there The are... plot armor... The plot armor is thick. It is The plot armor thick. is so is so thick that... that uh, it makes sense why this show lacks any subtlety because uh, you can hear that plot armor clapping. Its cheeks are clapping miles away. <laughs> it's armored cheeks. Because as that, we all that, know. That is how, that's how thick that plot armor is, baby. Like as three we all C's, know, maybe even four C's thick. Plot armor has perfectly shaped uh, cheeks to clap so you know it's coming. <laughs> as any good suit of armor would. Anyway, long story <laughs> short, um... Uh, fuck this show. It's really not good. I, it, it feels manufactured for cosplay and very little else. It's a very commercial anime that doesn't have anything beyond, like, pure marketability. I mean, I will say that plots do thicken as the show goes on, but not until, like, the second season i think i only watched like most of the first season like the first two episodes of the second season before i uh thought hey that's probably good enough yeah so, I, I think zero episodes is probably good enough if i'm being honest well you don't get that option unfortunately Roman. who knows <laughs> maybe maybe all the diehard fans of the show will come back at us and be like no no you need to get to the bit at the bit with the other bit and maybe we'll have to come back and revisit it and maybe just maybe rem your opinion might change. Maybe it's just a really slow start for the first half of the first season. Sure. <laughs> That's your response. I I I have pro I have provided my thoughts, John. <laughs> You're stonewalling me right here at the end. Indeed. I'm trying to give a good opportunity for some nice, witty, peaceful banter, and you're stonewalling me. The time for banter has long passed. I don't think that's ever true with us, Remington. <laughs> uh, we turn we turn conversations about fast food into banter. Like it, it doesn't really. It's hard for us there, to not. There should be no more banter in this episode. <laughs> we we are past the point of any banter. <laughs> Only cold hard facts remain, and the dulcet tones of Patreon readings. That's all you folks get after this. <laughs> Exactly. And it should be a very... I want I want our patrons to know it's going to be a very stoic patron reading. Very stoic! <laughs> With no, no levity, passion. the goose have left the room. There is no joy left in this world for more Mr. Remington Chase. No goof zone. If I see a single goof cross this line, I'm gonna fucking lose it. <laughs> You're gonna take it out on the goof? I'm gonna lose my fucking mind, dude. That goof... I'm gonna, it's gonna get a beat down. <laughs> gonna get arrested for a goof, uh, goof battery. It's gonna be rough. It's gonna be rough. How how are you gonna how are you gonna survive in prison, Rem? See, I I would have a response to that, but it would be a goof, not allowed. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Fair enough. Not allowed. So all I can say is not well. 
Just give the honest yeah. answer. No goofs. Then tell me, Reb, what do you think the mal score for Bungo Stray Dogs is? Oh, God, it's hyper-marketable. But I'm hoping that, like, a lot of people can sort of see through that. But at the same time, I don't have a lot of faith. I'm going to guess, like, 7.55. Okay. Well, with 486,000 users, uh, given this rating, it is sitting nice and pretty at a 7.81. Oh, fuck. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. But if it makes it feel better, Remington, the highest rated review on the page it gives it a five tops. Still a bit high. <laughs> <laughs> These are the compromises you have to make, Remington. The weebs oh, have their fuck. standards, and the fact that they're willing to agree with... A lot of people are willing to agree with a rating of a five is a pretty good sign. I guess I'll take what I can get. Fair enough. Well then, Remington, I suppose the final question to ask you, is there any chance you'd like to come back and watch a little bit more Bungo Stray Dogs with me? Uh, one, one, one second. I, I just feel the need um, to answer in, in a literary reference. Okay. Okay, perfect. Uh, a title by, uh, um, by Thomas Hood. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Thanks, uh, Thomas. Oh, God. Uh, there's the free advertisement, Thomas. So hopefully he didn't just advertise something awful. Well, uh, I, he, considering the poem was written in 1844, I think we're fine. Oh, okay. He's probably, he's pro <laughs> he's probably an all right guy, all things considered, then. By, by 1844 standards, at least. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. With that, thank you all so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Uh, sorry for the delay in the episode, though, folks. Uh, if you couldn't tell, still a little under the weather, but we did our best to get it out to you as soon as possible, and we appreciate it. Expect, patience. expect, uh, maybe, maybe one or two, like, slightly different episodes this month. Yeah. Of October. Yep. October's hard for us, y'all. It's hard for us. And I'm hard for October. Ah, fuck, it was a goof! No! <laughs> oh, no! No! No, no, Dylan's going to have to end the episode early. God, no, we still have Patreon readings to do. Don't lose it. Please, please. All right, all right, all right. Let's, let's, get, to the, let's get to it. All right. If you enjoyed us commiserating over literary references we don't understand, then please head on over to Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, and leave us a review. It means the world to us, and we do read every single one. But if you'd like to support us more directly, you can head on over to twitch.tv slash animeoutofcontext where you can gain access to all kinds of lovely bonus material. Wait, nope, that's not right. Sick brain is interfering. You can head on over to twitch.tv.com slash anime out of con- Wait, no, that's not right either. Oh, what fuck. the fuck is wrong with me, Remington? What the fuck is wrong with me? If hey, you check us out at twitch.tv slash anime out of context yes, if you want to support us even more directly. We got a Patreon! Yes, we have a Patreon where you can gain access to all kinds of lovely bonus material, including- uh, the opportunity to have your name read aloud on the podcast, and this is why it's hard to record entertainment while you are under the weather. So, Remington, who are we thanking this week? Well, we got our magical girls and our bland bitch protagonists, who we always appreciate. Moving on, we get to our yandere waifus, who are doing, um, let, let's see, just go to a random, um, literary reference, doing their ability of crime and punishment on our asses uh all all day long and that on that list hey on that list we have xanax yandere neko walk home gently vtubers ruined my youtube algorithm vainy jordan sundere dragon totally god uh this isn't a bit sean i really do want you to show me jinro the wolf brigade Targetly shot a have the sean big tony doki doki sean is my husband no <laughs> what a name uh spark project Sorry, mother. Slappity bappity cappity lappity nappity rappity zappity. Silent secondary. Sean wants to show off his Sora and Shiro No Game No Life White Swords deck. He even has the near nude Shiro SP card. Yikes, bro. <laughs> yeah, yikes. yikes. Indeed. Sammy Pritchard, Salty Pretzel, Sequoia Fay, Remington Merrill, Rem Daddy, Destroyer of Weaves. Uh, don't 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 like being called Daddy. Uh, Remy failed the name pronunciation test. Ready to be Isekai'd. Uh, no PSA and Kickstarter. Rem's game, happy birthday, uh, Pwn Super Terrorist Renstad, and HB Evolve to Sad Boy W Scar Jeezer Neglect and Fam. 
Um, um, SBWS Stalker Giant Rescue on 12 feet A. All right. I don't know. I just had a stroke. <laughs> I think we're, we're falling apart at the seams, right? I'm sick. What's your excuse? Look at that name and tell me. I fucking nailed it as far as I'm concerned. No waifu, no laifu. Navi, my favorite slice of life. Jose Manga is now an anime this fall. Uh, senpai ga... Ozai Kohai no Hanashi. All right. Oh my God. The, the, they're so long. The names are so long. Uh, Mike the Mutilator, Mechazap, Matthew Drum says Rems Bitch, Shop 92 Luke Offenberger, L Lonely Geek 23, Leo Nottage, Kazu Morocco, Joshua DePagnier, uh, Jax, Enjoy Willa. Hey, Yooks, I don't know half of you. I don't know half of you half as well as I should like, and I like less than half of you half as well as you deserve. Uh, <laughs> if the Pirates of Caribbean breaks down, the pirates don't eat the tourists. Ichigo Simp 015. I Remington Chase proclaimed that Rem is inferior to Amelia. I I forget who Amelia is. Um, uh, if the I ever white knew. The white-haired girl from ReZero. Uh, oh, okay. Yep. Versus uh, the blue-haired maid. Yep. I Remington enjoy Moe Lolly Girls. Oof. Uh, Oof. I believe in Taiga Isaka Supremacy. I aha, you thought this was another Green Day repeat, but it was me, Dio. Uh, Hunter Davies. It's like reading a, an encyclopedia entry every time now. Good job, says Misaka. Glenn Michael Dolan. Ghostly Bishi, character ASMR has ruined my life. Gate Duck, fuck of Love Fox and Boy. Fern the Dude Man. Dramatic T, hi, Fools is right around the corner. Data Type, Darkstorm713, Danny Morbido, Shy900, Christian Moss. Cheese Monkey, Cage in the House, Broke Bitch, Brock Hard for Geodudes, uh, Baron Von Muffinbeard III, Ariel Bird, Anonymous Gamer, Anime Aunt Needs a Nap, Andrew Rowkey, Elise Howard, Alpha Weeb, AJ Honey, Adam McLaughlin, Warning You Have Reached the Bottom of the Barrel. Oh, wait, no. Adam McLaughlin, you're the last one. Thank you, all of you so much. Uh, we really appreciate it. We move on to the Boy Wizard tier where everybody. Um, I will describe your love life using a random one-star review of a Harry Potter book. Okay, I was about, I thought you were about to say of our podcast, and I was like, no, those are going to all be the same, Rem. <laughs> Alright, so, uh, warning, you have reached the bottom of the barrel. Uh, your life, your love life, uh, is, is going to be described as, I just didn't like it, it was too hard for me, and I, oh, I'm not finishing that one. Um, <laughs> God. Alright. The, the, the last bit doesn't describe your love life. It was, uh, it's too hard for me, and I'm in seventh grade, and I'm so sorry that that was, I am, I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> Sean, I have to ad admit, I watch Boku no Pico in my free time, and I love it. Oh, God. Uh, you are going to get, uh, boogers in the book. There were boogers on some page. <laughs> 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 that 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 describes your love life. Sean ni kisushisai. Um your love life is described as um Imagine if your elderly aunt or grandmother in failing health and confined to a nursing home invited you over to talk about your childhood and share with you her favorite family stories. Huh. <laughs> oh fuck. That's rough. <laughs> Getting that guilt. All right. Oh, Jesus. Uh, SBWS attend. Oh, God. I, it's it's the second part of... Oh, uh, no. Attend Sky High and find first friends. Neglect geezer. Let's bad happen. Gov helps. ST and SBWS must pwn again. SBWS Kamikazes FTW and Bones BF sister. Did you what just activate a sleeper cell? What the fuck? <laughs> Like, you probably right. just got somebody assassinated with that one, Rem. Um, uh, a nice, simple, uh, bad news for your love life. You get worst one yet. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, Pocket Gamer 513 your love life could be described as, what a slog. Woof. <laughs> Oofa-doofa. Oh, God. Uh, P.I. Meyer, no, P.I. Mayor or P.L. Mayor. It's, it's a little difficult to tell, but I assume P.I. Um, you are going to get, um, hated it even worse than the last one, uh, which doesn't sound great for your relationships, uh, either. Um, Pilkster, the Symphogear Advocate, uh, you get, uh, fake or terrible copy. MT the Poet, you're going to get... <laughs> 
I, okay, this this one I really like. Good if you like Harry Potter. <laughs> that is a one star review. You know, and I, you know, so your relation, your love life, it's good if you like Harry Potter. It's um, not bad news. <laughs> that was MT the poet, right? Yep. All right, Momo the Griff, uh, you are going to get. I'll never buy used again. <laughs> um. Oh. Oh no. I don't like the. Oh, I don't like the connotations of that. Terrible implications here. I we all agree. Miguel Delion, uh, you are going to get very trash. The book had a roach in it. What? Okay. <laughs> all right. Okay. Lord Flexinor, your love life. Um. Broken package. Very dissatisfied. <laughs> okay. As I imagine you would be, frankly. Yeah. Uh, Justin Kessinger. Oh, oh, wait. Oh, my God. Oh, I just got it. I'm you, slow. I'm sick. Your, your love life is is going to be... Uh, buyer beware. False advertising. I live in Ogden. Yes, that one. Uh, your, uh, your, your love life is going to be... Um, oh, this one just seems sort of tragic. Unreadable and broken. Oh, my Christ. How one, that one just, like, hits home. Yeah. Uh, let's see, yeah, that was, that was I Live in Ogden? Yep, that one. All right. Uh, I Call Bone Drew Daddy, you are going to get, uh, uh yet again, I, I, I'm so curious about these ones. Good for Harry Potter fan. There's more than one that say that? I do this is on a different Harry Potter book. Wow. Like, I, I'm so I would confused. love it if that was the review on the Sorcerer's Stone, though. Could you imagine? Oh, wait. You know what? It's the same reviewer. The reviewer reviewed all seven of the books. <laughs> one star. <laughs> saying that they are good if you like Harry Potter. Oh, God. How would you know if it's the oh, first book? How would you know? What the fuck? No, they, they, they did it to all of them. Well, let's see. Oh, oh, now I'm just curious about this person. No, they didn't review the first one. Ah, oh, damn it. That would have been They reviewed amazing. every other one. That would have right. been amazing. Uh, and not as a ball of sunshine. Uh, you are, your love life could only be described as bad. That's the whole review. Woof. It's just the whole thing. Oh my Christ! Subject bad, content bad. That's it. It just that it's just bad, bad. Uh, Gen One S tier. Uh, Bidmin, Bid Two, Dragonoof, Bid DSM, Charadoof, Bidster, Gloodoof, Bidpress, Lord Bidoof. All right, so just a bunch of Bidoof combinations there. I, I see what what you have have done, I, and I see what you are doing. Um, you are going to get, um. I don't know about the story, but the tapes are poor. <laughs> Very poor tapes. Very poor tapes, unfortunately. Enrique <laughs> Perez Torres. Um, tiny and cheaply made is going to describe your love life. My Christ. Uh, dedicated sadist. You are going to get... This book destroyed the magic for me. Oh my Christ. Uh, Dallas Leave Insanity, you're going to get. They sent the wrong one. <laughs> oh. Okay. Uh, Beta, you are going to get. Not very immersive or interesting. Huh. Uh, there's yours. Uh, last but not least, Aaron Hegland, you are going to get. I think we've all been here. Fell apart after one month. Oofa doofa. <laughs> Hachi machi. That one stung. Uh, all right. Uh, now we move on to our chef and Musco, our highest. You guys, it's it's going to be more straightforward. Uh, you guys are all getting badass abilities from uh, from this this show, uh, Bungo Stray Dogs. So uh, starting with Silicon Spectre, you are going to get... Um, Anne of Abyssal Red. I mean, that's sounds Sean, pretty cool. Sean, what does that one do? Hey, I don't know what all the powers do. Fucking amateur. Uh, I only watched one <laughs> season, damn it. 
Pope of the Church of Remington Chase, you get the Great Fitzgerald. Yeah. Uh, Sean, do you know that one? No, I think that's season two. Son of a bitch. Uh, just a traveler, you are going to get uh, the precipice. Sean? <laughs> you know, I think I'm just going to say no for all of them just to Son piss you of off. Bitch. Uh, and last but not least, my dear old mum, who is going to get... Oh, hey, it, it is actually... All right, crime and punishment. It actually exists. It's there. It is an yeah. ability. Yep. Oh, okay. I, I said it as a joke, but no, it is actually there. All I mean, right, I told you, you they're all literary references, so, you know. So much uh, for tuning in. If you need... If you would like to contact us, whether it's for a comment, question, feedback, or recommendation, you can tweet us at AnimeConPod on Twitter or send an email over onto Anime at a context at gmail.com. Once again, guys, thank you all so much for tuning in. We love you very much. And as always, don't fuck your sister. I want to make one thing abundantly clear. This anime exists... I did a group cosplay of Bungo Stray Dogs. I don't have balls, no. Sean gives Joe Rogan a blowjob in a bar or a diner or some shit. Thick package. She gives Sean tiny and cheaply made package. A blowjob in a, a bar or a diner or some shit. Dylan wants to die. 